What's going on, Woke Fam? It's Scott here from Woke Societies. Good afternoon, good evening, everybody, depending on where you're in the country. Who wore it better? Was it Mr. Bill Clinton here? Or is it Miss Jill Biden in her, in her nice blue dress? I can't tell. I don't really know. What do you guys think? You think Bill wore it better? I think Bill might actually be wearing this one better. He's got more sex appeal than Miss Jill Biden here. <laughs> good evening, everybody. It's Scott here from Oak Society. He's your host and creator of the channel. Like, share, subscribe, follow, whatever you got to do. We're all everywhere right now. We're on multiple platforms. So wherever you're viewing on, let everyone know we are the news now. We had a crazy day yesterday. And if you guys didn't know, if you guys didn't know, I was on yesterday. I did a show last night. And if you missed it, didn't know what was going on, you need to follow me on Twitter for right now and all that good stuff. And, uh... We did a crazy show yesterday. A crazy, crazy show. Lots of information packed in and it's gonna leak right into everything going on here. Yes, I'm wearing, I'm wearing this hat because it's like 29 degrees right now. It's cold and, uh, we're getting a snowstorm sometime tomorrow. So we're all wintered up here. We're all ready to go getting everything prepped and all that good stuff. So it's gonna be a good one. We're gonna dive into the rhinos today including Mitch McConnell and uh, a few others. Going to dive into solar winds a little bit more. And uh, the, the CEO from Dominion was on trial, not trial today, but he came in for a hearing and uh, not much from that. Not much from that. A bunch of bullshit lies. So that's where we're going with that. So thank you for everybody for coming in and joining today. It's going to be in a great, great time. So before we get into the uh, content, let's get into today's sponsor, which again is Pill.net, a sensor-free platform that we're also streaming on right now. And it's completely free. You guys don't have to pay a dime. Go sign up for a sensor-free social media platform that offers live streaming. Not many out there that do this. Made by two Americans. Here's the spiel. Let's do it. Step in the virtual haven of Pill.net, where you remain an individual. You are in control. Experience all that Pill.net has to offer. Create dynamic topics with videos, links, text, anything you want, load topics, activate filters, get verified, go live, escape the onslaught of ads and privacy scares. Let's get back to what social media was meant to be on Pill.net. Thank you, Matt. That is one of the developers, the main developers of Pill.net. Awesome team. Love those guys. Again, go sign up there for a sensor-free experience made by Americans, and I'm so proud of those guys. Just go and keep doing it. Sign up for it. You don't even have to spend a dime. Pill.net, guys. All right. So let's get into some of the random news of the day, and we got plenty of it. Plenty of it. And just before we get into it, because I didn't even uh, get a chance because I just saw it, uh, Newsmax is declaring that Joe Biden is the president elect. I've got I've got plenty of bones to pick with Newsmax and we are about we're two over two months away from the election. They scooped up all of Fox viewers and what do they do two months later? <laughs> These outlets guys they just don't get it. They're not plugged in. They're not connected. You guys need to get on channels like mine, my friends, get the real news. We can't trust anybody. We really can't. I trust OAN at this point and my friends. That's really it. 
But we got Newsmax. Uh, oh, Epic Times, too, said they're not going to be declaring a winner till all the litigation and uh, lawsuits are done. All avenues are exhausted. So hat tip to Epic Times for not caving into whatever bullshit uh, that the mainstream media or whoever wants to push. Newsmax, they're, they're all right. I never... Ever since they did that story on Q that they deleted on Twitter, I never had good vibes from them. So, it is what it is at this point. Is what it is. So, let's get into some of the uh, stories of the day. Just in, Biden's presidential inaugural committee is urging the public not to travel to Washington, D.C. for the inauguration. Now, I don't think we're going to have to worry about this, but Biden wanted to make sure that all of his supporters... They stay home. And according to the New York Post, Biden 78 will have a traditional speech when he takes office January 20th. But key details remain unclear, including public access to the National Mall and whether there will be evening balls as in in traditional. President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Harris will take their oaths of office at the U.S. Capitol during historic ceremony. That includes vigorous health and safety protocols. The inaugural committee confirmed in a Tuesday press release. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, either way, ladies and gentlemen, there could be multiple reasons for this. But the main reason, Biden's not going to be inaugurated. And again, Kamala Harris has yet to give up her Senate seat. And if she was so sure she was going to be vice president, why are you holding on to your Senate seat? I just don't get it. I don't get it. Do you? We can see the writing on the wall. We're smart here. We're informed. We're all red-pilled here on Woke Societies. It's not hard to see what's going on. But either way, Joe Biden don't want you to come. (laughs) Okay? If anybody is out here that is a Joe Biden fan, don't go. He doesn't want you there. He doesn't want to be embarrassed. So, as I was saying yesterday, there was a, a big Twitter thread of a woman that came out and explicitly, in explicit detail, told the world that Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed her many times. And it wasn't just her. Many people saw it and didn't say anything. Now, according to the New York Post, GOP Elise Stefanik calls her probe into harassment allegations against Cuomo. Upstate Republican Congresswoman Elise Stefanik has called for an independent investigation to allegations of sexual harassment made against Governor Andrew Cuomo by one of his former aides, Lindsey Bolin. I am publicly calling for an independent investigation into the serious allegations of pervasive workplace sexual harassment and verbal abuse by Andrew Cuomo. The people of New York deserve a governor who lives up to the to his own public statements on sexual harassment. And it looks like here this has been going on for a very long time. Sexually harassed her for years about her looks. Hmm. She worked for Cuomo from 2015 to 18 as his deputy secretary for economic development and special advisor and is currently running for Manhattan borough president. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? <laughs> Maybe one day, maybe one day we'll see uh, this wonderful governor out here, Andrew Cuomo, go to prison, just like Gavin Newsom, uh, the one out in Michigan, you know, all all the all the uh, well-known swamp rats in our country. So in other news, speaking of California, remember that story I told you guys where they're going to be releasing out in California? I think it was Sacramento County. They're going to be releasing 1,800 prisoners, violent prisoners, um, 1,800 people that were on trial, pre-trial for violent crimes. Well, people are stepping up to the bullshit as well on both sides of the country, which is amazing. Orange County, California Sheriff Don Barnes pushed back against an absurd order from a local superior court judge ordering the release of 1,800 inmates, including some 
who are locked up for murder and child molestation. Thank you, sir, for doing the right thing, the common thing that we'd all, we'd all expect would be common sense. Thank you for not giving in to the communists. I have no intention of doing that, releasing those individuals back into the community. I think they pose a serious threat. Yeah. Thanks for stating the obvious. It's pretty sad that people like this have to step up. Meanwhile, governors, judges, destroying the small businesses, and on top of it, being on insane lockdowns that have no scientific backing whatsoever, destroying people's lives. On top of it, you know what we're going to do? We're going to release the criminals, the child molesters, the murderers. We're going to release them back into the streets. And you think they're going to follow protocol? When regular people like you and me don't follow protocol in our states that are just shoving this tyranny in our faces, it's unbelievable. But hat tip off to him for doing for doing the right thing. That's great. At least some people have a heart in this country still. So people are stepping up, though. I've been playing videos throughout the week of more and more people stepping up in, I think it was a Costco uh, last night. A guy standing right up in the middle of a Costco with a megaphone yelling about Gav, Gavner, um, Gavin Newsom saying that this is this is insane. We need to step up. We need to take our mask off. He went crazy. Well, there was another restaurant owner here. I don't know exactly where this is located. This may be New York City. I am not sure. Actually, no, it's definitely not New York City because this shit would be closed. Not sure, but you guys might know in the chat. There was a man here that was going off on public health inspectors. What this man did was to show some kind of protest for just showing some kind of protest to give the middle finger back to the establishment. All this man did was put his tables and chairs outside. Now, nobody is allowed to eat outside or inside this restaurant. They can only do takeout. And that's what this man was explaining. So he gets he these inspectors come in and give him some kind of a summons or a citation and they just gave him the whole the whole runaround, and he wasn't having it. Listen to this. I follow the rules. I continue to follow the rules, and you guys still, time after time, are giving me citations, telling me I have to close my business. What about my employees? I am following the rules. My tables are inside. Just because the health department has the whole process to go through that takes however long. I chose to protest by putting my tables outside and I reiterate again, I never served one single person outside. I did all take out food and delivery to what exactly I was supposed to be doing. That's exactly what I did. I did not break any, and there's no even a law, I did not break any rule. There, there is a law that you're breaking right now by operating without a permit. I, because you guys... So she just said you are breaking a law right now because you're operating without a permit. Guess who took the permit away because of a citation for having tables outside? These people did. This is what he's screaming about. You guys are the one that enacted this law. So you are. So you, you basically made up your own rule, then said I was breaking the law and cl trying to close me down. This is the insanity that so many businesses are dealing with right now. Put this closure on my restaurant. So you, you guys yourselves are creating your own rule. And you're giving guys citations for your own rule that's created. It's not by law that you cannot sit outside and eat. That's not law. That's what the order that was given. So you cannot give me a closure citation based on that. It's already been ordered. I'm not issuing a closure. I'm saying. You, are you, what do you mean issuing a closure? You guys close me. You're not asking to close me. I'm not issuing the citation, the, the closure. The, the restaurant is already closed. The permit has been suspended. However, your refusal to close 
It's really sad. It's really sad. The people that have nothing to do with any of this, just trying to survive. Can you imagine? You see Costco open, you see Walmart open, you see Amazon open. Whatever money people have left, that's where your money's going. And for these small businesses that have been that have been around for years, they've been local staples in uh in whatever community. This was in Ventura. This was in Ventura, California. Thank you, little cat. Um, that's where this was located. And shout out to Rubino because Rubino has an amazing show. He reached out to this uh, owner and brought bought a ton of Greek food, gave them free advertisement, and had this owner here on his show today. It's absolutely insane. It's called Nick the Greek. And if anybody out there in California, go support this guy. Go support this because it's it's not just him. It's so many out there. If there's a local business out there, go support them. It's time. It's it's enough's enough. So completely uh, changing gears here. We haven't talked about Ghislaine Maxwell in a while. Well, we got an update today from the Daily Caller. Ghislaine Maxwell, she thinks she can buy her way out of prison. Ghislaine Maxwell offers over $28 million in bail after judge dismissed her previous $5 million request. So $5 million wasn't enough. So Ghislaine Maxwell offered the judge $28 million. And the judge is like, you are never getting out of here. And here it is, according to The Hill. And Miss Maxwell is proposing an expansive set of uh, bail conditions that is more than adequate to address any concern regarding risk of flight and reasonably assure Miss Maxwell's presence is in court. Maxwell's attorney said in a Monday filing Bloomberg reported, Maxwell's lawyers say that their client is at risk from contracting coronavirus in jail. It seems like all the crooks, all the Dems, all the bad swamp people, they love to use corona as an excuse to do whatever the hell they want. And that's exactly what we're seeing here. And the funny thing is, her unidentified spouse, who no one knows who, it, who that is, who her attorney says in an Amer- is an American citizen. I think it's pretty funny that they wanted to clarify that we don't know who the spouse is, but by the way, he is an American citizen. Co-signed a $22.5 million personal bond for her, according to The Hill. According to the tax filings, Maxwell and her spouse married in 2016, The Hill reported. I have never witnessed anything close to inappropriate with Ghislaine. Quite to the contrary, the Ghislaine I know is a wonderful and loving person. <laughs> Maxwell's unidentified husband wrote in a letter with the filing. She's a wonderful person besides all the children and the young girls she molested, had threesomes with Epstein, just ruined so many little girls' lives and did way worse than what's being reported on that island. We all know the disgusting, satanic shit that happened on Epstein's island. Besides that, she's a wonderful person. She deserves to be out of jail. Good to know. 
We have no idea who this is. But yes, we're going to get into uh, a story very similar to uh, to uh, somebody on the on the same line as Epstein um, later in the show tonight, for sure. And real quick, CNN President Zuck, uh, Jeff Zucker reportedly considering leaving the network. I wonder if it has anything to do with all the Project Veritas videos that uh, James O'Keefe has been dropping literally every single day. CNN President Jeffrey Zucker is debating whether he should remain at the network amid tensions with his new boss. The New York Times reported on Tuesday, Warner Media Chief Executive Jason Killer, Zucker's new boss, doesn't have a history in journalism. You know what's funny? Just reading that line, his new boss that controls media companies doesn't have any history in journalism. <laughs> breaking news. This isn't breaking news. CNN not doing journalism? Okay. Anyways, that's just a side note. The CNN president is expected to decide his upcoming plans sometime at the start of the new year, and the outcome seems uncertain. Several people told the New York Times anonymously. We'll have to see what happens with CNN. I hope they burn down. I hope Jeff Zucker goes to prison for all the uh, disinformation and everything he's, all the damage he's done to the country, because it's absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. So, to get into the funny videos of the night here, Joe Biden was one of the, he, he had his, whatever whatever speech he was doing yesterday. No one really knows. No one really knows. Nobody was watching. He can't get more than 1,000 viewers on a live stream. Nobody really knows, really nobody was listening to what he was saying, except for all of the hacking, coughing, and whatever else he was doing last night. Here's just, here's just a clip of it, of what Joe Biden sounded like yesterday while he was speaking to the nation, supposedly. Watch this. Once again, the American America, the rule of law, more Americans voted this year than have ever voted in the history of the United States of votes counted. President <clears throat> Pence received when they won in 2016. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or dispute <clears throat> the results margin four years ago. <clears throat> and yet, I thank them. And <clears throat> I'm convinced we can work together for the good of the nation on many subjects. That's the duty owed to the people, to our Constitution, to our history. You know, in this battle for the soul of America, democracy. <laughs> this goes on the entire time. Goes on the entire time. Now, apparently, everybody was asking what the hell was going on. We saw Dr. Dr. Jill Biden. Hillary Clinton wanted to make sure that we call her Dr. Jill Biden. No, no, the, what doctor she is. They're asking, and supposedly from the New York Post, Joe Biden says he, he has a bit of a cold. Doesn't have the Rona. But he just has a cold during his speech. Well, to get into the funny video of the night, guys, and we're going to jump into it right now. I have someone that was able to translate this, the real what he was really saying, if you guys couldn't catch it, among all the phlegm and the coughing that he was trying to get out of his throat. I have a video here of somebody translating that video in perfect English, and we're going to know exactly what he was saying here in, for 38 seconds. I'm going to play this video, and I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. Guys, Biden told the truth last night. You just have to understand how he talks. So I'm I'm going to translate for you right here. You ready? Respond to reverse or question or dispute the result. Hack. You know, in this battle Hack. for the soul of America, we the people voted. Hack. The integrity of our elections remains intact. Hack. To unite. Hack. To heal. Hack. Hack. <laughs> Georgia. The election was hacked! <laughs> was that Kamala Harris? Trump 2020, baby. 
tuning in to Land of the Real, but it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fall, stay woke. Open up, guys, and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through projects looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Well, society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you so much for hanging out with me so far tonight. We're just getting started. We're going to get into the main event right now. We are streaming on DLive. We're streaming on Twitch. And also my boys over on Pilled.net. Go check them out. Again, they are the sponsor of tonight's show, Pilled.net, a free, uncensored platform. And thank you guys for all the lemons and everything that you guys have been donating throughout the show. The Ninja Guineas 2002. Patrick, I see you out there. You're number one already. Your name's on the leaderboard. Thank you guys. And for anyone else out there out on Twitch, you guys in the about section, you guys can do a power or super chat right in the about section. Donation goes right to the show. There's PayPal, Cash App, and of course, everybody out on Pilled, you can do a power chat, which also will get your message read on tonight's show. So all that's there. Check out the shop. And before I begin, if you guys order on the shop today, we were guaranteeing orders made by the 14th, which was yesterday to get them by Christmas. There's a little bit of a leeway. We have, you know, today's the 15th. If you order today, we're we're most likely going to be able to get those out to you today. So we'll go into the uh, selfless plugs at the end of the show. So I wanted to get that out of the way. All right. So let's dive into this. this uh, some of the stories that we're seeing after the fallout of so much news yesterday. So where I want to begin here is with Mitch McConnell and essentially the uh, the rhinos, the Republicans, the Republican Party um, in general, because I really they're the party that, you know, that Trump is behind, obviously. But they, I really they are not the party for for us, the patriots, the MAGA movement, whatever you want to call us. I do not trust them by any means. And when I see this, it's just like when I saw Newsmax announced that they're going to start calling Joe Biden um, president, president elect. Right. Well, Mitch McConnell today congratulates President-elect Joe Biden, this is from the Gateway Pundit, on Senate floor despite voting irregularities and fraud. His wife is famous for her business deals with China. We're going to dive into Mitch McConnell here. Because, I, again, I've been doing this for about going into two years, ladies and gentlemen. There is a lot of catching up that I need to do. I was never into politics. I didn't know any of the players. I didn't really know anybody. So for everyone that has been paying attention for decades or five years, six years, I'm still catching up. So I was, we were doing some digging here into Mitch McConnell, and boy, do I got some stuff for everybody. So Majority Leader Mitch McConnell congratulated President-elect Joe Biden on the U.S. Senate floor on Tuesday. McConnell has never been a, a huge supporter of President Trump or his grassroots supporters, and we're going to find out why tonight. But he has been benefited from President Trump's popularity like every Republican in office today. Senator Mitch McConnell, the Electoral College has spoken, which they have not Today, I want to congratulate President-elect Biden. It's not clear how McConnell supporting election fraud and Joe Biden will help the two GOP senators in Georgia in their runoff elections in three weeks. It's funny because if you guys watched the show yesterday, it was very clear of exactly who the elector- electors voted for. The Democrats put in Joe Biden, and in six or seven other states, the Republican put in their slate for President Trump. 
There's dual slates here. Contested election. It's official, and it started. You wouldn't know it if you were watching the fake news. But here we are with this narrative, the fake narrative that is just it's just bullshit. The Electoral College has spoken. They have not spoken. Where are you getting that from unless you're trying to just sow more division and just, okay, all the other rhinos, including myself, we all got what we needed out of Trump. We won our races. They supported us because there was no way our base was going to be supporting socialism with the Democrat Party, defund the police. So guess what? We all won our elections. We all get what we want. We're going to leave President. We're going to leave uh, Trump on an island by himself with his small team, and they're going to go to the wayside, and we're going to remain in power. Back to business as usual. Let's do it. That to me is it, when when Mitch McConnell said that today. That's what signaled it to me, and I'm like, oh man, and here we go. And of course, the the fake news took this, and they just went with it. They absolutely went with it. And AP, I'll just throw show show one up here. GOP leader, and I love the word. Finally finally acknowledges Biden won the election. Just putting it into people that just don't know what's going on. They're subscribing to these fake news outlets, just preying on people's realities. It's so sad, and we see I see this every single day, and you, it's almost, it's, it's too easy to catch now. It's too easy to catch all the nonsense. So did some digging on Twitter to trying to find what happened with Mitch McConnell. What happened with his election? What were the numbers on his election? Because we all know, we all know that Dominion was used in multiple states. And I just want to point something out before I show you this thread here I found on Twitter. When Code Monkey was dropping all the pictures of governors, state officials, federal employees, whoever it was, he was dropping picture after picture after picture with officials, with their state, where they're from, and what CCP um, agent they were taking pictures with. And when all these states were starting to back up um, that Texas lawsuit, the list was getting huge. But there were some that were not. And one of them was Kentucky. And coincidentally, we were all wondering, Ron also, Code Monkey, was wondering. He had some pictures of the governor with some CCP agents and some other state officials from Kentucky with CCP agents. And also, that is where Mitch McConnell runs out of as well through his election. And they did not back up the Texas lawsuit. So keep that in mind here. Let's get to the thread here from Allison Green on Twitter. On my continuing quest to understand how Mitch McConnell, who had an approval rating of 18%, managed to win re-election by 57%. This almost sounds exactly like, I don't even know, Harris, Joe Biden, when Bernie Sanders couldn't even win when we we all thought the favor was clearly Bernie Sanders, but they somehow Joe Biden managed to sweep up. I wonder how that happened. So Mitch McConnell here had an approval rating of 18 percent, but managed to win by 50, 57 percent. The deeper I dig, the more I find the numbers out of Kentucky are hard to swallow. Here's a follow up on Kentucky's election results. My previous thread noted how many Kentucky Dems voted Republican. Folks said this is just Kentucky voters. But if Kentucky voters typically cross party lines, it also provides cover to easily hide vote flipping. And huge numbers of Dems voted Republican. Take uh, Breath- Breathitt County. In Breathitt, Mitch got 234% more votes than they had registered Republicans. Wow. Doesn't this sound just like all the other coverage that we've been doing the last few months here on this channel talking about outrageous numbers? completely exceeding 100% thresholds, 
turnouts that we've never seen before, unprecedented. And Amy's votes only represent 17% of registered Dems. They'll still say it's just Kentucky. Look at voting history. Well, history shows two counties who never before voted for Mitch gave him big wins in 2020. And those were Elliott and Wolf County. But in 2020, he won those counties with mind-boggling results. And it, this this entire thing just sounds like corruption to me. And since my original threat in Kentucky, I have found more anomalies. And she goes into it here. And they get absolutely crazy. We don't have to dive into the weeds. The one tweet here is enough to show that in just one county alone, there was this massive, massive, massive turnout. Numbers we haven't seen before. Show up for Mitch McConnell, and guess what? I'm sure Dominion was used in that state as well. But when you try to find, when you really put these pieces together, where you see where, where the Dems and Republicans, which ones are defending Trump and which ones aren't, and most of them aren't at this point. Some are, some are, but not many. You can start to put two and two together, and as to just like Brian Kemp and the Georgia Secretary of State, we all know they made deals with Dominion right before the election got these corrupt uh, systems involved and they want, they don't want, they're going to do, they think they're going to skate by without, without being, without being exposed. And I really believe, I really believe we're going to be seeing the same thing with Mitch McConnell as well, whether he stays in or not, whether he's investigated or not, I'm not sure when Trump's going to do when he wins. I don't know. I don't know if Trump's going to go scorch earth on the rhinos. I don't know. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. Cause he won't have to worry about our election. Maybe he's going to point out to the public and let us know. These are the these are true patriots. These are not. Maybe that's what's coming. But let's take a look here at this article from ReadSludge.com. Odd name for a blog, but either way, great information. Talking about how Mitch McConnell earlier in the years leading up to this election did not want to pass any voting um, voting machine um, bills to uh, to in, to ensure security. And this is what we're looking at here. In 14 states since 2018, midterm voters submitted their votes on touchscreens that did not produce paper trails necessary to verify their votes or audit election outcomes. If votes have been inaccurately processed in these precincts, whether through equipment, errors, or foreign hacking operations, election officials wouldn't have been able to find or correct the problem. Sounds exactly what corrupt politicians would want. Several Democratic and Republican members of Congress have submitted legislation to shore up election security proposals from Senator Ron Wyden, Senator James Langford, and Representative John Surbanes include replacing paperless electronic voting machines with handmarked paper ballots. Wow. What a suggestion, a non-corruptible way to carry out an election. Subjecting voting equipment vendors to rigorous cybersecurity standards and requiring vendors to report to report cybersecurity incidents. But all the bills, all the bills that were uh, that were presented, hit a roadblock, and that roadblock was named Senator Major Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, or what people are now calling him Mitch McCain, has reportedly told his colleagues that he will not allow the Senate to vote on election security legislation this session. I wonder why. And the only logical conclusion is that Senator McConnell wants American elections to be vulnerable to hackers and foreign interference, Wyden said. It's unconscionable for Republicans to stick their heads in the sand and do nothing after what happened in 2016. If Congress doesn't act, it's only a matter of time before hackers successfully interfere again. Here's the thing about rhinos and the Republican Party. Everyone calls them pansies. Everybody calls them wusses. They don't stand up. You know what I'm beginning to think right now? I'm beginning to think... They may hate their demo, their demo, uh, the Democrats, their um, 
on the other side of the aisle. But you know what the Democrats do? They have the establishment on their side. They can make these insane, boldest claims about anything they want. They can lie. They can twist information, and they'll get the full support. doesn't matter if it's pulled out of their ass or not. That is the news. That's reality. We don't care. Our fact checkers say so. But the Republicans, all they do is stay silent, and the corrupt ones stay really quiet, and they just pretend like they don't know anything. They just, they just keep quiet. I don't think they're wusses. I don't think they're pansies. I think they're just straight up corrupt. And they like to stay out of the limelight as much as possible, unlike a lot of the Democrats. That's what I think is going on. And Mitch McConnell seems to be very against any kind of voter reform, anything with the election. After 2016, after what your party went through with Trump, Russia, 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 why wouldn't you make sure that you give the media, Trump haters, the people that hate your party, why wouldn't you lock up everything and give these people no excuse to come after you for foreign interference and 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 corrupt elections? Why wouldn't you do it? There's only one reason, because you're part of the corruption. There's no other reason for it with what we're seeing today, with what we're seeing today. And just to give you a flashback here, Senate, this is Kyle Becker on Twitter. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell squashed two bills intended to ensure voting security. McConnell killed a voting security act that would have hammered Dominion. Well, look at this. Look who gave Mitch McConnell some donations. Lobbyists from Dominion. It's not much money, but it's still noteworthy. Sludge found that Brownstein Hyatt Farber Shrek lobbyist David Cohen, who has worked on behalf of Worked on behalf of Dominion Voting Systems this year, donated $2,000 to McConnell during this time, and Brian Wilde, who works with Cohen and has also lobbied Dominion, gave McConnell $1,000. Like I said, like I said, it's not a ton of money, but it doesn't matter. It's the people, the companies, the lobbying companies that are behind this that were supporting Mitch. If Mitch was clearly against this and wanted voter reform, Wanted to ensure that this election was secure. Why Dominion would not be backing them. Dominion would not be giving people money to, for politicians that want to get rid of their company and get rid of the technology that they are offering. This isn't rocket science, ladies and gentlemen. This is very easy to see what's going on here. And to add a bow to this story, let's look at this story here from Breitbart. And yes, we're going to talk about Mitch McConnell's wife because... It's very noteworthy and not a low blow when you realize what she's connected with. Breitbart, Mitch McConnell's in-laws, bought 10 massive ships from the Chinese government since his wife, Elaine Chow, became transportation secretary. Hmm. Let's look and see what this is about. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell in-laws have ordered 10 massive cargo ships from the Chinese government since the senator's wife, Elaine Chow, became secretary of transportation. The deep financial ties between the Chow family shipping business foremost group and the Chinese regime were first revealed in the New York Times bestseller, Secret Empires. Foremost group, which is owned by Secretary Elaine Chow's father and Senator McConnell's father-in-law, James S.C. Chow, signed contracts with the subsidiary of the state-owned China State Shipbuilding Corporation for four bulk cargo ships in June and September of 2017. In December of 2017, Chow's company signed another contract with state-owned CS. CSSC at foremost New York office for two massive 210,000-ton ships. The financial terms of the agreement were not disclosed. 
I that last sentence right there. The financial terms of the agreement were not disclosed. Business deals with China, Dominion donations. We know that China is pretty much bought Dominion right before the election, $400 million. What else we got? What else? Oh, and Mitch McConnell did not want to pass any legislation for voting reform or election security this year. I wonder what's going on here. It's really disgusting. And there's a lot more that his wife is connected to than I can get into today for just for time's sake. But when you put two and two together, it's very easy to see. And this is why I said I, t- I titled the, uh, the, the, ep- the uh, show tonight. The rhinos are getting exposed and they're going to be put on notice. And we are more than ready and hope you are more than ready to primary every single one of them into oblivion. Because right now, I can tell you the Republican Party, the Patriot Party, the, the Patriots, all of you out there, you know who we are. The ones that are full MAGA. We love Trump. We love his administration. Love everything he has brought to the table for us. That is where the 74 million people are. They are not with the Republican Party. They are only there because Trump is there. If Trump were to leave them and we started our own party, the Republican Party would become completely irrelevant. They would become irrelevant. So they're on notice. And this is why I'm putting these stories out there so you guys know too. The Republicans... The majority of them are not for us. They are tied up with the CCP just as much as the Democrats are, and maybe even more. Who knows? Not all of them. Not saying every single one of them are CCP agents, but I can assure you the longtime career ones most likely are. And Rich here from Twitter says it perfectly. Republican consultants are politically stupid, not a smart group of people, nor are many of their clients. And John John here responds to him saying they haven't figured out that Trump, if he wants to, can literally end the GOP with a series of tweets that would starve the party of cash and make them irrelevant. But hey, let's put Mitt Mitt front and center on live TV. It's so true. Trump could single-handedly tweet right from his phone two or three tweets on the Republican Party. They can say the GOP has turned on us. They are not America first. And you know what would happen? It would be that quick, that quick, that the people would separate themselves from that party and would be the end of them. The Republican Party does not get it. This is why I'm saying that Trump getting in for the four years that he did has done so much damage that the Republicans would never admit to. But could you have seen four years ago a situation where a president literally had the power And you know damn well if he were to do this, we would leave the certainty of that. Would you have ever imagined a president where all he would have to do is tweet out a message and the Republican Party would crumble in in a matter of days? That's how much power Trump has, and that's how powerful our movement is. That is a testament to all the work that everyone's been doing since this entire thing started with Trump up until now. That is what is going on right now. We're going to have to see what happens when Trump gets in for a second term because he is he is going to trim the fat. One of my most – I love that saying. I do it with my audience. I like triggering you guys sometimes because it does it does cut the fat. When I when I railed on about Dan Bongino, I got plenty of messages. Oh, Scott, I've been watching Dan Bongino for five years. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know. Ron Code Monkey, he, he doesn't know what he's doing. Why are you, why are you bashing Bongino? Unbelievable. 
And guess what? I lost some followers because I bashed Bongino, but good good riddance. I hope the door hits you in the back on the way out. It's unbelievable the the people that we that people hold in high regard still and they just they want to hold on. It's so fragile. You turn on one person that people think are for you and then you you th- throw some truth in their face and they get upset, they get angry. It's really funny. But there's some people out there right now that still think Republicans they're all good. They're all good, but guess what? General Flynn doesn't think so. America is growing weary of the Republican Party not fighting for the truth or Donald Trump. Instead, they cower. The special and foreign interest, we the people, will not be treated like fools. POTUS won the election. Everyone knows it. And, of course, Lynn Wood's been going off like crazy. Crazy, crazy. President Trump, real Donald Trump, is genuinely a good man. He does not really like to fire people, and he goes in this whole thing. But our favorite here, Kemp and Raffensperger. With the Chinese CCP mask on, they might as well walk around with these every single day. But it's true. We are growing weary of the Republican Party. The only reason why I voted for straight Republicans is because I cannot vote for a Democrat because they're all for defund the police and straight up communism and socialism. No, thank you. But it's going to be very interesting when 2024 rolls around and we're going to see what the political landscape looks like because it's going to be very, very interesting to say the least. Now, let's switch gears here to another story that happened today. There was a hearing and there was multiple hearings today and I haven't watched any more of them because I'm all hearinged out. Between two or three weeks ago, I can't watch anymore. We have a pretty good idea of what the corruption was with Dominion and all that stuff. But this one in particular was was a little bit different. That one that happened in Michigan. The Dominion CEO to testify in first post-election appearance before state legislator. Now, I'm not going to dive insanely into insane detail with this. I've seen enough hearings to know that a lot of these hearings are dog and pony shows. And if you were to think that the Dominion CEO who has been doing elections for a corrupt politicians, not just in this state, in this country, but all across the world. Do you really think he's going to show up to this and be like, yeah, our software switches votes. That's why we made it. We made it for, we made it for corrupt politicians in Venezuela. China bought us, you know, it's just, you guys caught us and we're really sorry, but can Joe Biden still be president and we can just keep fucking with countries elections and undermining the citizens of countries by whole? No, of course not. He came out and was pretty much saying all this stuff, everything negative about them is all bias and fake news. And a lot of this stuff was through audio that people were able to get online while this was going on. It was also on NTD, which was streaming it. I watched it for about two minutes. Couldn't watch it. It just pissed me off. But here's some um, here's some of the excerpts from it talking about it. Now, we all know I talked about this last night. The forensic audit from the Michigan machines came out and they were damning. They had a 68% error rate when state law says the only the, the cap for the error rate should be 0.00008%. And when they did the audit, they found it was a 68.5%. Insane. They should throw the entire election out based on those numbers alone. But guess what? Dominion CEO is blaming the damning Antrim County audit on human error. And lack of technical technical support. The 68% error rate was blamed on the lack of an update. Oh, it was an update. It was the people's fault. when they. So the people conducting the audit, they must have screwed up. They must have screwed this one up. This one forensic audit of Dominion Voting Systems, how do we know there weren't errors in Nationwide? We don't. 
because they scrubbed it. I talked about this last night. A lot of the voting rolls and the voting list on the Michigan machines, there was data from 2016, 2018, other prior elections. But you know what wasn't there? The 2020 election, gone, disappeared. All the voting rolls for Michigan on these machines disappeared before the forensic audit could be done. I wonder why. I wonder why. But you can tell right away, and this is why I didn't even waste my time listening to the man, because all he was going to do was spew lies. He also said, the CEO says his company has never used Solar Winds. Orion. We're going to talk about them just for a little bit today. Solar Winds Orion was one of the one of the, if you you guys if you guys didn't watch my episode yesterday go in the replays and watch it it's really really good so we broke down Solar Winds a lot yesterday Solar Winds is responsible for doing cybersecurity for for military um, president's office post office a lot of government agencies and it was breached and we found out there was a hack that was installed um, early in the summer even maybe a little bit before that it sat dormant for a while or wreaked havoc and then it was just noticed that it was being used. Now, Dominion, we found out, Dominion uses SolarWind. Another weird connection. They were hacked. But the CEO here, again, says they don't use SolarWinds. But you know what's funny? We have this thing called the Internet. And you can use this thing called a screenshot. SolarWinds hides lists of high-profile customers after devastating hack. And when you go to the Dominion website, oh, I, I, can you guys read? I, can you guys read that? Let me blow it up. I think that reads Solar Winds on the Dominion website. Oh, but don't worry, guys. You know what? The, you know what they did. That was just yesterday. This pulls up from yesterday, and when you go on there today, this is Ron from Code Monkey. Oh, it's deleted. It's deleted. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But the CEO says they never used it. That was just up there yesterday. (laughs) And this is why I didn't want to waste my three or four hours listening to this cuck talk about how his his company is is all good. It's all kosher. And this audit that was done on the machine, it was all biased, human error. You know, it is what it is. It's just absolutely disgusting in the lies. So this is this is what we were what, what we were um, left to deal with today as far as content. But I, I'm not even going to play the video of, and this guy talking. It's absolutely disgusting. So that's what happened with that. But we also got some breaking news out of Arizona as far as what's going on with the election. And I just want to bring everyone up to date on every major breaking news as far as the election goes. Out in Arizona, there was a subpoena that was issued. This morning, in fact, probably about now, that is going to result in a full forensic audit. We expect, based on Antrim County, to see something very similar. But you want to know the difference is this is 100 times bigger than Michigan. This is major. Listen to this. The the subpoena was issued, uh, will be issued this morning, in fact, uh, probably right about now, uh, by Chairman Eddie Farnsworth, who's the chairman and judiciary. And it's going after the machines uh, for Maricopa County only. And it will be an immediate uh, seizure forthwith. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, that is going to result in a full forensic audit. That's the second piece of breaking news. We expect, uh, based on Antrim County, 
to see something very similar. Then the third piece of breaking news. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hang on, hang on. Stop. But slow down. Slow. You're burying the lead here. When you say it's only Maricopa County, this is a hundred times bigger than Michigan. You're talking about Phoenix, one of the biggest cities in the country. You are literally seizing the dominion, the entire system. You're seizing the machines and the software. You're, you're actually. This is big league. This is major. You're actually having a subpoena from a Senate committee, the Judiciary Committee, and correct me if I'm wrong in any of this. It's going to Maricopa County, which is Phoenix. It's 60% of the vote in Arizona. It's one of the biggest cities in America. And you're taking, you're basically seizing the entire uh, the entire uh, Dominion system and all software they're in. This was inspired by Antrim. This is what we said Ware County and Georgia and Antrim can do because they're going to inspire people because of what went on there to do bigger things. You guys are doing something right now on a scale that's 100x what happened in Michigan. Is that correct, sir? Yeah, no question about it, and I didn't mean to minimize it. Um, it's true. Uh, Maricopa County is about three-fifths of the vote in the entire state of Arizona. Maybe a little less than that. Wow. Uh, but I, wow. You wanted me to be succinct. The third piece of this was the AZGOP convened the electors yesterday and voted for President Trump. And we have also sent an alternative slate of electors trying to skate to the puck. We believe that our election is going to, at the very least, be overturned. That's huge news. That is huge news because almost three-fifths of the entire vote that is crazy. That is crazy. And what? And they, I think um, I think out in Antrim it was either 16, 22 machines. I don't remember the exact number that they audited, but they're going to be doing every machine out out in that county, Maricopa County. And it's going to be absolutely. What are they going to find? What if they find the same exact type of error? We know what they're going to find. They're going to find the same thing they found out in Antrim, maybe even worse. But what's going to be the excuse then? What's going to be the excuse then? There isn't going to be an excuse, and that's going to be the best part about this. Now, that's what's going on out in Arizona. Let's take you down to Georgia. From Breitbart, Georgia Secretary of State orders absentee ballot signature verification order for Cobb County. So, this cuck here, Raffensperger, is going to do some, give a little bit of a leeway to all of us out here as to exactly what happened in his state. And Brad Raffensperger ordered this absentee ballot signature verification order for Cobb County late Monday afternoon. His order came just hours after Democratic leaders in Georgia cast 16 votes for Joe Biden in Monday's meeting of the Electoral College of the state capitol. Earlier, Raffensperger certified that Biden secured a little less than 12,000 more votes than Donald Trump in the race for president in the November 3rd general election in the state. And supposedly this audit, can, really, can anyone really trust this audit at this point? We get this. Uh, he's saying he's doing it on his own on his own whim. I didn't buy that for one for one moment. People have been screaming at Kemp and Raffensperger for weeks now to to stop being corrupt. We know what you did. We know you signed up with Dominion. You know you took kickbacks from China to get this into the into the in, into your your state. People have been screaming at this guy, and it says here, breaking, Georgia Secretary of State Raffensperger buckles the pressure from voters and directs a signature matching order for Cobb County. That is more believable than Raffensperger had a come-to-Jesus mo uh, moment and just needed to clear the air and get this out. But then on top of this, when he tweets something out like this, this is why I'm saying he is just people-pleasing at this point. 
Crystal Carter here on Twitter. Will not change the outcome of the November of the elections. Look what Raffensperger tweeted out here. And here's a screenshot of it, because I don't know if he deleted this or not. Our office will be partnering with GBI Georgia to conduct a signature match audit in Cobb County following specific reports that the county failed to adequately, adequately, adequately conduct signature matching. This audit will take around two weeks. And then he says this, but will not change the outcome of the November elections. So I'm going to please you, Republicans, people screaming at me, people harassing me in my house, people driving around my house beeping. I'm going to people please you, but guess what? You lowly scum, we're still going to get the results we wanted. It won't change anything. That's essentially what he said. And she asked the question here, Crystal Carter, why would a constitutionally elected official whose duty is to ensure our elections are honest and fair say that even if massive discrepancies are found, it won't change the outcome? And that's the thing. Do you think he's going to expose massive discrepancies when he says something like that? It makes zero sense. And this guy is supposed to uphold the Constitution. A Constitution, the C word, that most people in the media have completely forgotten about. And a word the media is going to have to use to explain why there's dual electors going on right now. You cannot possibly explain what is going on right now. The real reason, the real truth of this of this election that is truly officially contested now without citing precedent with Nixon and Kennedy when there's dual selectors, it's happened. It's happened. And when you have dual selectors, it's the stuff it's, it's there's precedent for it. And they're going to have to say the word constitution and it's going to really bother them. And people are going to be like, Oh my God, what does this mean? Can we throw the constitution out? That I can guarantee you that's where the media is going to go. When all this gets exposed and Trump is officially in, the media is going to, I can see the narrative already, throw the Constitution out, burn it. It's old. We don't need it. Hillary Clinton's been saying, she just tweeted out a couple days ago, get rid of the Electoral College. We need the popular vote. Thank God we don't have the popular vote because we, we would never have a fair election ever again. Ever again. But for everyone out in Georgia, I feel bad. I really feel bad. I want to talk about solar winds here just for a moment, speaking of Hillary Clinton, because we found more connections, because we found Silver Lake Partners here. Silver Lake Partners is China, mostly China. But we found out more connections here with solar winds, and it's not just China. SLP co-founder Glenn Hutchins is a former advisor to Bill Clinton and currently on the board of the Obama Foundation. That also backs Silver Lake Partners. Isn't that funny? And in the course, there's nothing, nothing to see here. And along with Glenn, there was Jim Davidson, David Rao, Roger McNamee. Each of them should be looked into as they are tied mostly to swampy politicians and globalist endeavors. How is it? How does this keep happening where globalists are attached to these, to these companies that get hacked, that are connected to government agencies? They just have so many connections with the Clinton Foundation, Obama Foundation, China, always the same players. And notably, Hong Kong-based billionaire Kenneth Howe also sits on the board of SolarWinds. You can't just make that stuff up. And I can't wait for tomorrow's show because with methods because we found another connection. I found it late. I just didn't have enough time to break it down for the show tonight. 
I found another connection um, on Twitter here that's going to blow your mind. That's going to be connected um, tomorrow, and that's I cannot I cannot wait to show you guys what we found. So I want to I just want to bring this back here real quick to uh, Hillary Clinton. I talked about last night how the 2018 primary with uh, with with Bernie Sanders, how he was outed by his own party. Bernie Sanders knew it. Same kind of same kind of uh, same kind of voting machines, same kind of um, screwed up things happened. Joe Biden really had no chance. Everyone thought uh, Bernie Sanders was going to be the favorite to come out, and we find out he loses by a small margin, and Joe Biden somehow miraculously wins. And uh, Sidney Powell says she has evidence showing that this happened. This was talked about. Bernie Sanders knew it happened, but yet sold out to his own party. And kept quiet about it. And and Sydney, we also know that these machines were used in multiple elections before. Now, I'm going to show you this story here. You guys might have remembered this. We touched on this um, months ago. Brian Byrne, former CEO of Overstock.com, claims that he was complicit in facilitating a bribe for Hillary Clinton in the amount of $18 million on behalf of the FBI in January 2016. I don't know if you guys remember this, but you're going to remember it now. The bribe, what she accepted, was the, then going to be used by members of the Obama administration. Now, I'm going to play these a series of, uh, of video clips here because there's two of them. And I played a video yesterday of Obama, and it's all very relevant. Let's listen to part one here just for a moment. Let's take a watch. I bribed Hillary Clinton $18 million. I facilitated a bribe for Hillary Clinton on January 14, 2016, right here in this town. Hillary Clinton, I, on behalf of the FBI, I... They came to me around December 1st, 2015. They told me Hillary Clinton had accepted a bribe from Turkey for $20 million. They told me that there, that I would be working for a group in New York, FBI agents, who had authorization to set Hillary Clinton up in a sting. They asked me to facilitate a bribe for her, an $18 million bribe from another government. The bag man from that other government was... I was to befriend, and I was to get that person 10 minutes alone in a room with Hillary Clinton. I did. On January 14th, 2016, Hillary Clinton was in this town, and she met in a way that was kept off her schedule. She accepted an $18 million bribe. But General Barr knows this. This is the, the Durham. They know this was what is behind it all. And I'll even tell you, I'm going to drop one more thing. I've been waiting since I've been waiting to say this publicly, and I would. this is what really happened. I will tell you, if you if you hear this and you give me 90 seconds, your viewers will understand what's happened in the last five years in America. I've been waiting to say this on mainstream TV, and they will not have me back because once they understood what this was about. I had Hillary Clinton. I caused Hillary Clinton. I facilitated a bribe, and she took a second bribe for $18 million, and I worked with the FBI as I did that. Uh, they they They're deeply involved in this. They came to me three days later and told me I had to forget about it and forget that it ever happened. And I said, what are you talking about? And they gave me one excuse. They said, uh, you are Hillary's going to win. And it's been determined. It's been decided upstairs. Nothing. Nothing's going to be able to stop that now. So she's going to win and she's going to send her people over to the FBI and ask who was part of investigating Hillary. And any of us who were part of it are going to be destroyed. And that includes you, too, Patrick. And so this mission has been scrubbed from the highest level. And I thought about that, and I said, yes, sir, and I came. But two or three weeks later, I was back with three federal agents this time, three federal agents. And I let them know that wasn't sitting, and, and this is in Salt Lake City, Utah, and that that wasn't sitting well with me. And I'd like to know why we had almost a year before the election. I brought Now, 
listen to this video here, and I want to see your guys' reaction to what he says at the end of the, at, in this video. This is insane. And they told me, and this is this is the key to understanding what's happened uh, in the in America. They told me, this is word for word, Patrick, you. Uh, What's really going on is this. President Obama has his people across the federal bureaucracy at this point, but especially the Department of Justice. Hillary Clinton is going to be president for eight years, and nothing's going to change that. But think of there being a Bunsen burner within the Department of Justice. That evidence about the two bribes you were part of gathering is going to be sitting on the Bunsen burner. And the hand on the Bunsen burner is going to be one of Barack Obama's people. If Hillary's a good girl and defends Obamacare, that flame stays low. If she's a bad girl and thinks for herself, it's going to get turned up high. That way, Barack Obama's going to manage Hillary Clinton for the eight years she's president, and then she's going to step down, and Michelle's going to run. And Patrick, that's the plan. That came out of the lips of a federal agent. It was confirmed to me this spring, they, the Durham investigation has located, has that plan was called the uh, Operation Snow Globe. That was Brennan Obama's name for it. They Snow Globe, they were trying to get Hillary to step into a snow globe. I'm looking for a prop. A snow globe that any time they wanted, they could then pick up and shake for eight years. Uh, my bribe was the bait to get her to step into the snow globe. That's all from it. This isn't a theory. I'm the guy in the room. I'm acknowledging I took part in all this, and I, I was thought I was helping them conduct federal law enforcement. It turned out that I was having them, helping them set up Hillary Clinton for, for a, a deep state to control her. And that's, and I said, so that's why, and I came in public a year ago with some pictures that showed me with this Russian redhead, Maria Butina, lovely woman, that said, and so I'm saying this entire thing, this last five years, has been a coup. It was a, from Obama against Hillary, that when Trump won in a fluke, it got morphed into the Russian collusion delusion. And I say that as the guy that had romancing Maria and bribing Hillary Clinton. So I'm about as involved in this as you can get, and I promise you that's exactly what happened. And what we're seeing here is the last act play out. What we're seeing here is the last act play out. This is why I'm saying, guys, we were on the cusp of losing everything. Now, I played the video the video leading into my intro last night. Remember, I'll play I'm gonna play it again because it's so relevant. Of a shadow of a shadow um of a shadow government. Q has pointed out the shadow government for a while. You have a president, but there's really people behind the scenes that are that are calling the shots from a distance while still enacting a maybe a former president's policies, legislator, legislation, all that stuff. Here's the video of Obama saying, Man, if I could just do this, if I could just from a from a window with binoculars, just just be able to pull the strings, I'm paraphrasing. He would love to do that. He listened to the words himself. Here's he's talking about it. What you know now, do you wish like you had a, sec, a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what, if, if I could make an arrangement where um, I had, a, I had a, a stand in, a front man or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in. Do you mean Hillary when you meant front woman or your wife? I was just in my basement in my sweats mm-hmm. looking through the stuff and then I could sort of deliver the lines but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony wow. I, I'd be fine with that and what you know he literally just admitted exactly what Patrick Byrne here said and yes he was on Frank's show not too long ago talking about this he's still alive by the way that is all le- that is all legitimate real information 
That's real. That's real news. And he just said it here, speaking the truth. If he could, he would do it from a, from miles away. The shadow government, shadow government, have someone installed, have that face. Meanwhile, everything going on is being done from outside, outside the scene. That is exactly where they were to go. Hillary Clinton was going to be the final nail in the coffin, and then you usher in, um, you usher in Obama's wife, uh, Michael, and uh, then then it's game over. That that was the plan, and Trump ruined everything. And it's not surprising. This was in my show last night. But I just want to add this for context. Back in Iowa, it's funny because now mainstream media, just like with Hunter Biden, now reporting on the real news that they say was Russia disinformation two months ago, now reporting it as real news because we all knew it was real news. Politico said it right here themselves. DNC meddling led to caucus debacle out in Iowa. We know how how much of a of a show and clown show that that was. Now coming out saying the Democratic National Committee meddling combined with missteps by the state Democratic Party with the primary drivers of the chaos that torpedoed the Iowa caucuses earlier this year, according to a new audit commissioned by the state party. It's so funny that that's that's news, but it's so out of it's it's so insane. Anyone saying that this election was had any kind of fraud with it, any tampering it. Any tampering with it, you are lying, you are doing disservice, you are disenfranchising people. This is all all the shameful words that we hear all the time. But that's what we're listening to. And it's just everything comes full circle. And we're all seeing everything come full circle right now, and it's only going to get worse. Now, what I want to show you here was the press the um, press secretary, Kaylee, who was absolutely on fire. And I haven't I haven't showed a press um, press hearing in a while because Everything going on with the election, it just, they just haven't been as much. And I, I was hoping. I got We got news. It was like a quarter to one Eastern time, and we got news that Kaylee was going to be doing a press conference. I was like, yes, let's get the executive order 20, from 2018. She's going to drop it on us. We're going to talk about it. And it wasn't that. She was talking about vaccines, but that's not what I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you the thrashing that she put on the media. The media that was just asking about when is – what is uh, Trump going to concede? Did you hear that Mitch McConnell said Joe Biden's president-elect? What's his reaction? Why is he why is he trashing democracy when he needs to step down? Is Trump going to take the va- – all these nonsense questions, right? So Kaylee completely switched it up and turned everything back on them in glorious fashion. Let's watch and just enjoy this all together. Take a watch. In the last 24, 48 hours, there have been quite a few stories that have not gotten a ton of coverage in the mainstream media. Um, As former White House Press Secretary Ari Fleischer said, bias is often found in stories the press does not cover. And last week, we found out that Democrat Congressman Eric Swalwell was infiltrated by an alleged Chinese spy. The spy cozied up to Swalwell, raised funds for his 2014 campaign, and even planted an intern in his office. And that relationship continued until the FBI briefed him in 2015. And that was some very good reporting done by Axios. Um, But after entangling with this spy for years, Swalwell hypocritically went on to be one of the lead instigators of the Russia collusion hoax and the impeachment sham. Swalwell wrote this on his congressional webpage. President Trump and his team are directly and indirectly tied to Russia. That was not true. He then said in September of 2020, the president has a compromised relationship with Russia. Untrue. April of 2019, he said President Trump certainly acts on Russia's behalf and acts like Russia's leader. 
not true. Uh, January 2019, Eric Swalwell said it's pretty clear President Donald Trump is an agent of Russia. Not true. And Swalwell shamelessly claimed Donald Trump Jr. and Jared Kushner had an eagerness and a willingness to work with the Russians during the 2016 election. Again, it was false. Um, in 2019, he falsely claimed this yet again when inquired about collusion by a reporter. And these baseless attacks were false, yet covered breathlessly by the media. Uh, there was no coverage, however, of Swalwell being the one implicated with not Russia, but China. In fact, the New York Times website, as of this morning, had not one result for Eric Swalwell's ties to Chinese spies. Not one result. And when the Swalwell story broke, guess how many minutes of coverage it got on ABC, NBC, MSNBC, and CBS? Zero. CNN devoted three minutes and 16 seconds to it. Um, however, it was covered on Fox. Let's keep it going because she didn't stop there. Pre-election and post-election coverage, too, on the Hunter Biden scandal, which was not covered at all uh, by many outlets and the lead up to the election. In fact, on October 15th, you had a New York Times headline that said Trump said to be warned that he was being given Russian disinformation over Hunter Biden. Um, now, December 10th, just a few months later, New York Times headline, investigation of Hunter Biden is likely to hang over Biden as he takes office. Washington Post on October 16th, the headline read, the truth behind the Hunter Biden non-scandal. Now you have the Washington Post headline that says this, Hunter Biden tax probe examining Chinese business deals. Politico, October 19th, Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinformation. That's a favorite. Dozens of former Intel officials say, false yet again. December 2nd, now Politico reads, Justice Department's interest in Hunter Biden covered more than taxes. Really interesting turn of events uh, and good for those who covered what was a story all along and not Russia disinformation. So right after that, right, she completely torches the media. And Jim Acosta drops this one-liner just so he can take his little stab because you know when you know when she gets them, you get reactions like this. Jim Acosta Wanted to throw this line at her as she was literally leaving. Listen to what this schmuck had to say. Really interesting turn of events uh, and good for those who covered what was a story all along and not Russia disinformation. Isn't it, isn't it ever critical for you to accuse others of disinformation when you spread it every day? Kaylee, isn't it hypocritical for you to accuse others of disinformation when you spread it every day? There are some, there are some things that I will not say right now that I would love to say about Acosta and people that are like him, these DC circles, these swamp. Whoo. I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. Been trying to keep it PG. It, it, I don't know. She, you gotta be a special person to do that kind of job. You really do. I don't know how else you do it. It's absolutely unbelievable, but just real quick touching on Swalwell. Ever since that came out, 17 House Republicans demand Swalwell be removed from the Intelligence Committee. You would think that'd be done already because he slept with a Chinese spy. If a Republican or Trump or Don Jr., anybody in his family slept with a Chinese spy, a Russian spy, they'd be in jail right now. They would have been removed. But this is this is how the world works. This is how it works. But we have Acosta here saying, Kaylee, how so hypocritical when you come up here and you spread disinformation, misinformation every single day. It's so funny how that word has been warped so many times, so many times, misinformation and what that means. 
So I want to get into this. Uh, we touched a little bit on this yesterday, but I want to add a little bit more to the new incoming attorney general because we all know AG Barr is out by Christmas. This new attorney general, and some people were upset about that. I wasn't upset about it because when he realized who exactly this guy is and what he is about in his history, you might have a change in tune as to this guy may have been the solution that we've all been waiting for and for him to do everything that we want right now. And I'm, before you guys go to at the end of the show, there is some breaking news that I just saw coming across my phone, which we're going to get into in a little bit. But we all know Donahue here, Rich Donahue. This was from January 29, 2019 on anti-human trafficking legislation uh, presser with White House, where we see Trump here congratulating Donahue on what he pa- was helped to pass here. Watch this. And thank you very much, Eric. And Rich also, because Rich has done an incredible job of uh, not only prosecution, but other things that are coming up. But of other things that are coming up. And a lot of these other things, you know what they have to deal with? They have to do with child trafficking. And most importantly, you all remember Keith Rainier, right? The Nexium sex cult. The appetizer that was getting that was geared to get people ready for the, what Epstein and his whole crew of Gillian Maxwell were all about. Nexium with Keith Rainier was almost child's play, and that's not a pun. It's that's maybe that's not the best pun to use because literally um, he was having sex with minors, minors too. Um, this is this is what we're seeing here. Uh, hold on, we're seeing audio problems. Oh, what happened? Uh oh. Can you guys still hear me? Oh, it looks like D Live's down. No. Oh, man. Hold on, guys. One second. 